So we made some changes to the filtration grades. We made some changes to the filters. And we managed to save a lot of money in energy. We managed to save the time between filter changes. So they could save some money on buying filters as well. And we also improved their indoor air quality. Welcome to Let's Talk Clean Air, our regular look at how clean air can affect the quality process for you and the workplace. On this episode, we're talking about how increased levels of air quality can impact your energy costs. My name is Dusty Rhodes and joining me to explain more about this is Matthias Utibus from Campville in Sweden. Matthias has been in the industry for many, many years, and he's been with Camphill specifically for the last seven. He is a business development manager, so more kind of familiar with the financial end of things and the perfect person to chat with today about clean air and energy costs. Um, Matthias, before we get into the whole financial side of it, global warming and the air quality is such a huge thing at the moment. Um how do you think global warming is one of the most important issues on the planet and the role that clean air plays in that? Well, it's kind of a big question, but they are strongly linked together, in my opinion. Mm. Global warming comes from many different reasons. Indoor air quality has never been more important than today. I've been in the business for 25 years. It's uh, never been more discussions regarding it. Mm. There's a clear link, I would say, and a lot of things that we're able to do quite easily to help in both situations. So when you say there are a lot of things that we can help quite easily, what kind of things are in your head? Well, for starters, we can save a lot of energy Mm -hmm. in our air handling units. Mm. We can create good indoor air for all our people Mm -hmm. living or working inside, Mm -hmm. going to schools or whatever. Mm -hmm. We can create good indoor climates for once. Another phrase that is used commonly, global warming, and then you have net carbon zero in buildings. What does net carbon zero mean to you? In my opinion, for me, it uh, means saving energy. Mm. Uh, lower energy consumptions within the buildings Mm. and still maintaining a good indoor air quality. All right. So it's all about reducing the amount of energy that you are using. That's kind of where your focus is. Um, The other thing I was going to ask you about, just to kind of give us a base of your opinion and how you see the world, uh, indoor air quality, of course, is hugely important. What is indoor air quality to you? Indoor air quality, one of my favorite words, actually. One of the most important things we can give to our fellow human beings, I would say. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, in very few ways, we can inflate people's health, their performance, their lives mm-hmm. in a big way, to speak. I mean, clean air, the right amount of air, makes people happy makes people live longer, makes people feel better. It's a great thing, actually. I'm a great man for spreadsheets. 
And if you were cold and calculated and you were to say, okay, well, if I put this system in with cleaner air, I will get X percentage more out of my employees. And therefore, it, it, it's a profit line. And that's kind of what you're saying. You're, you're not cold hearted like me, but that's what you mean. <laughs> Actually, yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. I mean, it's it's not cold-hearted, actually, anyways. I, I mean, not everyone can be a doctor or a firefighter or a police officer or something like that. But, I mean, we all can do something. And we who work in this industry can make clean air for people inside. That's a big thing. It is a big thing. And as you say, it's good for people's health and it's good for the yeah. owner's wealth. Um, let's get into that then. Tell me how is clean air in buildings and energy costs linked? They are quite strongly linked together. Mm. Sometimes even people try to lower the quality of the air inside mm. to save energy. Mm. But I mean, that's not a must. I mean, in my opinion, we can have both good indoor air quality and save energy. We just need to look at our air handling units hmm. and see and uh, sometimes change some things inside of them. In my case, I would suggest filter, filters, filtration. Okay. How important then is that filtration in the overall efficiency of an air, air unit? I would say they are essential. I mean, mm. the filters are the only thing protecting us people or some kind of process or whatever we have inside from all the pollution outside. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are essential to this. It's always possible to have higher graded filters to take more pollutions, but the higher filtration we have, the higher efficiency of the filtration, most of the time it costs more energy. Hmm. So it's always some kind of... Uh, There's a bit of a payoff. Yes, indeed. Indeed. And then, like, how have things progressed in the last 10 or maybe even 20 years? Because technology is constantly progressing and constantly improving. How have air filters and, and air filtering systems changed from, say, the turn of the century, uh, 21, 22 years ago, to today? It's been a great improvement, I would say, mm. uh, mostly in the uh, energy sides. Okay. We have been uh, lowering the resistance or the pressure drops, as we say. We get more air through the filters but while maintaining the same uh, filtration efficiency. Mm. So we remove the same kind of amount of pollution, but we transport the air much more easy. So we save a lot of energy in this. And do you have any examples of where those kind of huge uh, energy savings were made? I do, actually. Uh, I have one that I'm especially proud of, and that's uh, one big hospital here mm -hmm. in Stockholm, where mm -hmm. I'm based, the Nordic's biggest hospital. We uh, It was built a few years ago. Last year, we were called to come there and uh, make a filtration overview. Okay. So we went there, me and a few of my co colleagues, and uh, we made a system review mm -hmm. of the total installation. And what kind of a system did they have in there? They had a lot of different air handling units. Mm -hmm. uh, they had uh, filters uh, of another brand uh, and some of ours. So we made some changes to the filtration grades. Mm -hmm. We made some changes to the filters and we managed to save a lot of money in energy. We managed to save the time between filter changes mm -hmm. so they could save some money on buying filters okay. as well. So they would last longer. 
Yes. Okay. And we also improved their indoor air quality. So it's quite a good payoff on this one. At the same time. So then yes. give me, have you any idea percentage-wise what kind of a saving the hospital made on energy costs? I think it was about 30% of the air handling units. Wow. And was that just, did they keep the initial hardware in place, but it was the filtering system that they changed? Yes. And, and that was the enormous difference that was made. Wow. Wow. That's a big okay. amount. Uh, it's, it's, it's a very big amount. Financially, I suppose that's one measurement of how successful it is if you were to look at a system and kind of say, okay, well, if we change the filters, which I suppose is the key component. But how are these filters actually measured for energy? Well, there's a standard, there's an ISO standard. Uh, all over the globe that uh, tells us how to measure and test mm -hmm. filters. And there's an also a standard from the Eurovent, the European body, that uh, tells us how to rank filters energy-wise. It's uh, kind of funny because you will recognize them if you go to buy some uh, electric hardware. Mm -hmm. huh? So if you were to buy a, a fridge or dishwasher... Like, I mean, for me, just a normal person, you've got a scale of A, B, C, D, and the closer you get to A, the more efficient and the less money it will cost. Are you saying that they do filters with the same scale? Exactly. And you will also have the important function of this. So it's not just an energy label. You will also have, you will know that it's also tested and will do the work. Okay, and this is part of the ISO specification. It, it doesn't just measure the energy, it measures, measures the effectiveness, yes? This is part of the Eurovent, mm. and it's combined with ISO standards. Okay, so tell me more about the uh, Eurovent standards. It's, as I, as I mentioned, graded from A+, mm -hmm. down to E. Mm -hmm. Uh, filters are tested. Uh, all the suppliers uh, who's uh, part of this program will send their filters mm -hmm. regularly. And each time we make upgrades, of course, we will send new ones. And also yearly, the filters will be tested and reviewed. So it's quite a quality mark to have this. So if we have somebody listening to our podcast today and they're thinking for their facility that I would like to improve the air quality and I also want to reduce the energy costs, what kind of systems do they need to be thinking about to achieve that? I would use the Eurovent certification. Mm -hmm. I would like them to be aware of if we look at the life cycle cost of an air filter, about 70% of the total cost of ownership of an air filter is energy. Expl expl explain that more for me. Why? Why? Uh, because the higher filtration efficiency we have in a filter, mm -hmm. the more resistance to the air. So we need to turn up the engine mm -hmm. to make the uh, engine go faster in the fan. And the more energy we put in, the more the higher costs. Okay. All right. So how have the filters changed then so that you can run the fans at a lower speed and keeping your energy costs down? There's been a big difference and a big development in this area. I mean, if we take a filter from the century, mm -hmm. uh, 20 years ago, mm -hmm. it's hardly any visible difference we, if we look at them. Mm. But it's a major difference on how they work today from that area. 70% is energy, 15% is the filter cost. So it's quite a low point. 
Matthias, tell me, how did you get into this business? Because you've been doing it a long time, even before you came to Camphill. What What is it about this business that you like? I mean, it's a big possibility to make changes and difference to people. Uh, I mean, I go to uh, visit a school hmm. sometimes from the customers. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, ki- kids, children are the most important for our future. Uh, sometimes I get actually a bit uh, angry when uh, looking into schools and their ventilation systems. Mm. There's a lot of changes to be made to improve for our children, Mm -hmm. for one thing. It's quite easy. I mean, it's not rocket science. We need to focus energy. We need to focus indoor air quality Mm -hmm. to make a good environment for everyone to breathe. I I love this. I I have big possibilities to make changes, possibi- possibilities to make difference for people. So then, in all of your years, and I won't just include Camfell in this, but other employers that you would have had beforehand, what's the thing you're most proud of that you've done? I'm most proud of uh, the changes to the business. I mean, I'm not the only one working with this, mm-hmm. but I, I have seen the difference the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. And it's a big difference quality-wise. I mean, energy is one thing, but indoor air quality makes people breathe very good, makes people healthy. That's a big change. And I, I've been a part of this here in Sweden. I really love this. It's a great thing. That makes me proud. Very well put. Uh, Matthias, thank you so very much for sharing your time and your knowledge with us. If you'd like to find out more about this, uh, just follow the links in the show notes. You'll find them in the description of this podcast on your phone or whatever device you're listening to us on. Uh, They include links and contact details. Matthias um, has got his uh, LinkedIn uh, details in there as well, so you grab it there. Our podcast today was produced by Camphill, a world leader in the development and production of air filters and clean air solutions. To stay up to date on how clean air can affect the quality process for you and the workplace, do click follow or subscribe so you get our next show automatically. Until then, from myself, Dusty Rhodes, thank you as always for listening and take care.